All right. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday, December 20th. This is the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Joe, with my co-host there, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, man, how's it going? All good, man. All good. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, two dollar days coming up, you know. And uh, I thank you as well, man. First time with your with your daughter, right? So uh, that that should be amazing. It's crazy. Yeah, we got her some like cute little like Christmas outfits and stuff, and like a little bib and stuff for Christmas. So I'm excited about it, man. We got her some presents. Like I I spoiled the shit out of my daughter for Christmas. <laughs> Not only with my daughter, but I have five nieces and nephews. I spoiled. We spoiled them too. You know, it's it's more about it. Honestly, is more about game. When you're a kid, you just want to get presents. Like I couldn't wait to get the next video game. You know, but when you're an adult, it's like, you know, it's nice to get a present. Don't get me wrong, but honestly, seeing the kids happy makes me happy. You know, that's, that's yeah. what it comes down to. It's so more got, about giving when you're it older. Is. It yeah. really is, man. And we got Mr. Glenn here. Hey, Glenn. Evening, Adam Marcel. Thanks for showing your best luck for next year. Appreciate, it, man. Thank Glenn, you. I appreciate you joining the podcast, man. I, I like your comments in there, so appreciate it. Um, anyway, so for today's podcast, uh, we're going to recap UFC Vegas 45 and we'll talk about, I know you don't want to talk about Marcel, but we have to talk about Jake Paul and Tyler Woodley. I mean, it was pretty, cra- pretty crazy happened? knockout. Yes, it was, it, it was kind of an uneventful fight until that did, happened. Did I, did I miss something? You might have missed the end of it. The rest <laughs> of the fight was complete trash. We'll talk about it. But, uh, yeah, um, I should mention, okay. So as I, as I said, uh, last week, Marcel, there's no more, uh, events for, I think it's a month. I think January 15th, I believe, right? That's the next Yeah, time. man. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, so the next month, we're going to have to think of different things to do on the show because I want to keep doing the show. Mm-hmm. So I think for tomorrow, we're going to do the fi- – we'll do fight announcements that we missed lately, Marcel, I think for tomorrow's podcast. And then next week, if you want to come on with me, we could do like some year-end recap stuff. I was thinking to do to do that. That sounds pretty good to me. So sure. we're certainly going to do a short ex- uh, next week and the next couple of weeks, guys. I enjoy doing the podcast. I know Marcel does, and you know we want to keep it consistent. I don't, I don't want to take a break. I don't think we need to. You know, it's only an hour. It's twice a week. It's not a big deal. Sinister story. Been following Marcel a long time. Haven't heard him speak before. Big fan of Marcel. Even does me too. Marcel's a a guy I really respect and like. The funny thing is, Marcel. I honestly, uh, you know, I didn't even know, I didn't know you spoke English either um, until I heard you on what was the guy's podcast. Oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, you used to do his podcast. You guys were breaking down the fights. I, I did with Max Friedman or Davidson Baker. One of the Davidson two. Baker. That was the first time I heard you. And I was like, man, Marcel is good at speaking English. And he knows his shit. As soon as I heard you on that podcast, Marcel, I messaged you right away. I was like, I need to, you to come on this show. Marcel came on, I think, like once. And then a few months later, you came on again. And then there were some changes here. And then he came on full time. So I'm glad Marcel. Well, it's not really full time, but it's twice. It kind of is Marcel. It's twice a week. So yeah, we'll call it. This is our full time job. <laughs> <laughs> two hours a week no I'm kidding but obviously you replaced Cole this year and it, it wasn't anything that's cool obviously just the timing because I had to switch the time for my new job so we're happy that you're here Marcel we got Alex in the chat Alex what's up man give Alex a shout out too man you know this guy's been grinding hard yeah and you know he was at the uh the UFC card this past weekend we're gonna talk about him in a minute here asking some really good questions so good job Alex honestly man because like for me you know you've kind of come out of nowhere the last few years man you're really crushing it so I'm, I'm happy to see that dude like for me Unlike a lot of guys in this industry who are jealous of when other people do well, I'm uh, I like seeing other people do well, especially a guy like Alex, who's um, a, a hardworking guy. That makes me feel good. You know, guys are hardworking. We need more hardworking people that grind in this business, not lazy people. Glenn says uh, 2020 should be the year Marcel sets up method of fans to donate if they want to. I agree, Glenn. I mean, me, me and Marcel talked about it. Like, he knows that I think that you know some sort of Patreon or something would make sense for him, but he's going to have to figure that out himself. Um, only fans. <laughs> only fans. I mean, to be honest, Marcel, you might get some people paying the five bucks. Just to, or you should charge them $500. Like, this is some X-rated stuff. I should pay the people to watch I, it. I was going to say, Marcel, you got to pay me $5 to sign up. I'm not, 
I ain't paying for that, bro. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm great. Anyways, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I, you guys, you guys know like how the show goes. It's a lot of fun. You know, we talk about the fights. There's no BS. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about other sports. Talk about the UFC fights and other other promotions too. Now let's let's go through the card. Get your thoughts on the fight. So picks, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a decent knife. I, I went okay, but the last few fights, you know, didn't go the way I thought, including the main event. I, I thought I thought Dawkins really was like nearing the primus crew where he could beat a guy like this, but you know, Lewis showed once again that you know he really is one of the best heavyweights in UFC history. I mean, really let me think about it because the amount of wins he has in, against top ten guys is insane, Marcel. Like he has a win over Dawkins, who's top ten, Blades, um, Volkov, and Nagano. And also, Durhimov's top 10. So this guy has more top 10 wins, I think, than anyone right now, which is insane. So it's just crazy with Derek Lewis. Like, he's just a very difficult guy to pick against and pick to win, too. Um, obviously, I knew he had a puncher's chance here. I just I thought the fight would be a little more competitive. It was just it was like a blow-up ourselves. Give me your thoughts on the fight, man. It was just a quick knockout. No worries, man. No worries. So uh, would you have grabbed the cup when it was smashed? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I never saw that before. I was like, what the hell is he going to do? I just the dude was, was so happy, too. He's probably smelling it right now. He's just like... He looked way too happy with that thing. You know? <laughs> he looked way Bro, too I happy. Wouldn't t- I wouldn't have touched it, man. So no way. I, I actually heard heard the story. I don't know if it's true that he's wanted, he wanted to do a shoey out of it. Oh, my so God. I, that I, is... Yeah. wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm that is really, true. really wrong. Yeah. Oh, my God. A shoey out of a cup? Oh, yeah. my God. Also, Alex made a horrible thing. Why would you put two hundred Hun Sucker? Dude, his name is Hun Sucker. Sucks. The guy has no chin. No, I'm just kidding, Uh, Alex. I know a lot of people took a shot on him, especially after top of his weight. We'll talk about that too. But what a shit show. But give me your thoughts on the fight, Marcel. I mean, what can you say, man? I think Doc is the first flurry he, he went through, you know, but the second one was too much for him. Uh, yeah. I expected more from Doc as I expected him to to keep more distance, to land some on the feet and yeah. probably take it to the ground and use his ground game. But didn't happen at all. Lewis did what he had to do, what he always does, you know, when he wins. Uh, he waits and he picks the perfect moment and he knocks you out, you know. Yeah. And a very good, a very good win by Lewis. I mean, I think Dawkins was the favorite going into this fight, a slight favorite. Yep. So, uh I mean, good win for for Lewis, and uh, looking forward to what they're going to do next with him, man. I, I would say a, a, a fight with Stipe Miocic should probably be next, but Stipe wants to wait for uh, for the winner of Francis against Gan. So I don't know what they're going to do with Lewis, but uh, it's it's a good win for him, you know. It's definitely a very good win for him. And for Dawkins, it's his first loss in the UFC, his first setback. He can still come back. So I mean, yeah, yeah it's not not the worst thing in the world. You know, I like Chris Dawkins. I will say though, like when I was not now because I already knew what he looked like, but when he, his first few fights, when I didn't really know much about him, I remember watching Cape and I saw him get knocked out a couple times in the regional scene. So, like, I knew he could get knocked out. I just, mm. I thought he had made those adjustments in his game and improvements more so where he could overcome Derek Lewis. And it just wasn't like that. So, you know, I get a hand to Lewis, man, because he, he once again proved me wrong. I mean, he's a tough guy to pick and pick against, you know, like he really is. This year, I went one and two again on him. I picked uh, Gone correctly and then Blades and Dawkins, I got wrong. He's just a tough guy to pick, Marcel, honestly. Well- I probably Lewis is probably my worst pick in all the UFC. I think yeah. uh, almost every fight he won, I pick against him, and every always every fight he lost, I pick I pick for him. I think only the Cormier fight, I'm pretty sure I had a good. I <laughs> well, picked I haven't had him now. One, yeah, so, yeah, that was that wasn't the hardest it was one. Difficult. So, <laughs> I mean, when he first started fighting, I bet on him literally every single fight. I bet on him every fight, for like the first ten fights he had. Oh, I picked Gun. Include, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was talking about uh, Lewis now. <laughs> Um, just his beginning in the UFC, I, like I, I've always liked the guy, but mm-hmm. 
seen him get knocked out. We've seen him get, you know, tired and stuff. And I just, just didn't think he'd win this fight. I mean, good for him. And he, he really proved me wrong in this one. I don't, I don't know who said that, but uh, somebody said on Twitter, uh, Lewis still got that cheat code. And it's literally <laughs> like that. You know, he just got that one, pretty much that one punch knockout or a flurry he can't stop you with, you know. And yeah. he got some crazy power. And even... Even when he's losing two, three, four rounds, you know, he can still come back. He saw we saw it against Adrakimov, we yeah. saw it against Volkov, we saw it in so many fights of his, you know, and yeah. even and this time he didn't even have to. First round. It's it's a great win for him. It's a big win. All right, let's go to call me event. Bilal Muhammad defeats Stephen Thompson. You know, I, I even said last week, guys, like he has a clear path with the wrestling, just like Bill Burns did to him. But you know, th this was even more dominant. I mean, we've never seen Thompson dominated like this on the ground. Like we've seen him lose, but it was never this dominant 30 25 which i i thought that was the right score because that's what i scored it 30 25 30 26 30 26 it was a, it was honestly a one-sided fight marcel give me your thoughts on this fight dude absolute blowout man i think the first round the first three minutes maybe not but after that man below dominated the fight last 40 50 seconds he landed punches on thompson with thompson pretty much not replying her you think looking... should have stopped it you think he should have could but the, those punches weren't really fight ending i think but it could i listen if he did stop it i wouldn't have complained about it but um overall i i kind of tell you man i was kind of uh shocked with stephen thompson's ground game man you know i think we all knew Bilal what that was his way to win to keep thompson on the ground and thompson way to win was obviously to keep it standing but thompson didn't look really into it you know and Bilal looked like like a world beater in my opinion that day because people underestimate man i said in my in a tweet like i think Bilal deserves 50k for this one and i understand that people saying like it wasn't very entertaining but doing this to a guy like steve boy thompson is super impressive you know and that's what i mean with being super impressive deserving maybe a 50k bonus because thompson Nobody did this to Thompson. Even Burns didn't do this to Thompson. Burns did only for two rounds. It was one and one going into the third, yep. you know? So Bilal was so super dominant. I didn't expect that. And maybe that's my me underestimating Bilal or overestimating Thompson's ground game. I don't know. But Bilal looked great. And um, I'm happy for him, man. He he deserves uh, he deserves the, the, the praise he gets right now, I think. it's It was an amazing... Uh, accomplishment from him to uh, dominate Thompson. No, I mean, opinion. you're right. Look, I'm looking at the scorecards right now for two, UFC 264. It was 29 28 in that Thompson Burns fight. This is 30 25. This is a completely, you know, more dominant performance. Mm. Listen, it was boring. Obviously, it was boring. Like, none of us were, like, you know, excited to watch someone hold something to the ground. But guess what? This is MMA. That's the best way to win. If you're fighting Stephen Thompson, why would you stand and trade with him? Yeah, I don't, I never did that. People <laughs> saying that. Yeah. And this is the way to beat him. It was smart. It was a smart game plan. And, you know, a lot of people are hating on Bilal right now, saying he's boring. And listen, he's not the most exciting guy. He never really has been, honestly. But mm -hmm. the guy knows how to win fights. I mean, look at his record now in the UFC. I'm going to take a look at it. One, five, 11, three, and one, uh, one no contest. I mean, that's just a good record, you know? Yeah. Guy's a good fighter. You know, he's just a really good fighter and it's solid. And it's a big win for him, Marcel. I mean, it gets him one of those elite guys, I think. I would have guessed, I would, you know, Covington. Um, Someone like that, and I'm thinking Marcel, right? Like he I, wants I would, Houston, uh, but I don't. I don't think he gets Houston next. I would say Burns, to be honest, man. Or Burns, but, yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense too, because they both beat Thompson. So yeah, I'm okay with that too. Or even, I mean, Frig. I don't know if they do it, but Cam's that would be fun too. You know? Yeah, like, for sure, that would be great. It'd be a fun fight, it, especially like they're both like what, like uh, from that, like from Europe, uh, I guess, like Middle East area. You know, uh, well, Cam's that's not, but he's obviously fought there in Fight Island. Mm. They get these comments, guys. JFM, what's up, guys? Hey, man. Hope you had a good weekend. Glenn, too big a stuff with Dawkins. Take it gradually, but Aspel. Kind of agree with that. 
Sounds like it may have a similar Lewis prediction out on the understate game work at top level, but clearly it does. Yeah, like I used to pick against him, uh, pick for him every single fight, Daniel. And then I saw when he stepped up, I saw that he wasn't as good as I thought originally. But he can still pull off, uh, pull a rabbit out of his hat, as we can say. Even though last lesson, the dog is look good with like kicks, constantly moving. His mistake was that he like Lewis to take center pressure on like gone JS Hunt. I agree. I thought he was going to like fight him like Hunt did actually and go forward. Had someone give me a compelling argument for Bilal. Thompson's last seven minutes, if you know fights, didn't shoot a takedown. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Thompson, you know, like, the win over, like, Neil and Luke, they look good, right? But, again, it's just so stylish to make fights because those guys are strikers. Yeah, Luke is, I would say, he's a better fighter than Muhammad, but stylistically, it was a better matchup for Bilal than it was for Luke. You know what I mean, Marcel? Every mm-hmm. fight's different. We talk about, hey, Big J, Sean Brady and Bilal. Um, you know, I don't mind the fight, but I feel like Bilal kind of deserves someone, like, you know the top now. I, I actually you know it's boring. It'd be a good fight. I, I actually like Sean Brady against Stephen Thompson and Bilal against somebody. I would above. like that too because I'm gonna ask you a question because uh Thompson just resigned. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they resigned him. I gotta be honest with you, Marcel. The guy is 38 years old. I hate to this... say it because he's a really nice guy. He's he's a great guy, like he really is. Like he does interviews with James, he's the one of the yeah. best guys he interviews. I know. But look at his record, it's just not good, and he's I'm so I hate to say it, guys, but he's not that exciting, honestly. I mean, Adam, it's probably the worst thing that could happen to him resigning right now and then losing a fight. I'm surprised. Why didn't they wait for the fight to happen and then? Like, I don't yeah. understand. Very weird. Bizarre. Like, you almost thought it would have been a motivation for him to win the fight and then resign the contract, right? Like, I was honestly scratching my head when, when that happened. I'm not saying he's a bad fighter. Obviously, Thompson's no, top no. 10 still, but he's also 38 years old and he's obviously on a decline because this is uh, another two fight losing skid. And his, um, st- and his style, the way he fights, you got to be super, super fit and on, on top the whole damn time because his timing was always perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's difficult. He's going to 38 and in two years he's 40. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not getting any more easier, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just, surprised it, as well. It really is styles make fights because you look at his career. I mean, he beat Mazadol easily. You know what I mean? He beat Luke easily. But then he fights Whitaker. a guy like, you know, yeah, or Whitaker even. Like, I mean, I bet on him against Whitaker as an underdog back, back in the day. Johnny Hendricks even, McDonald. Like, these are, well, Johnny Hendricks was a wrestler, but John, at that point in his career, I think his body was just so shot from all those weight cuts and probably PEDs that he took. But the point is, like, you know, Thompson's a good fighter, but against strikers. Because against wrestlers, Marcel, I think at this point we've seen that he's not that great. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise if they did Kamzat against Wonderboy just to get Kamzat closer to that top five spot. Because I think Wonderboy's still, like, what is he, like, five or six yeah it would be kind of a nasty thing man that would be kind of like i said last week that they do it all the time marcel you know yeah. they're vindictive like about the stuff like lewis smoke fighting vince morales they didn't have to do that fight those guys are you know they're chummy they didn't want to fight i don't think lewis did they booked it anyway so like you guys are taking the fight they do this a lot marcel you know they wanted burns to fight uh what's his name okay Luke. yeah and they're like no we're not fighting each other because we're brothers so and then the UFC is like, we get we offered you one fight. Now you only have two fights for one year, for a year left. You only got three fights a year offered, you know. And if you don't accept that, we can do one more and then one more, you know. Yeah. So that's how they pretty much do it, in my opinion. But hey, Glenn Christian Muhammad deserved five years, 14 fights. He's finished anyone. Famous shoes, the young fans don't seem to care about them. You're right. Finish hasn't come in a while, but I don't think he did submit. Was that Sato? I think was the guy's name. Was it? Yeah. And there wasn't Abu Dhabi. That was three years ago. Yeah. Sorry, two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. So it hasn't been that long, but it's been a while for sure. Um, I like Muhammad, but you're right. I mean, obviously, he's, he's not the most exciting guy, you know. So that's, that's true. 
that's just the way he fights, though. You know, he's, he's going to be – he's one of those grinders, you know. And, again, if you – Mark Stoff, if they matched you against Steven Thompson, what would be the one thing you'd be trying to do? To shoot for his legs and get to the ground, right? It wouldn't with be my, With my body, I'd just try to lay on him. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, get down, <laughs> push your belly into his face and smother him. That's what I used to do in jiu-jitsu, too, when I would take on the smaller guys. Uh, I wasn't very good at jiu-jitsu, but my one move was the smother. Just stick my stomach, stick my fat in the guy's face. Like, ah, I can't breathe. It's so funny. <laughs> Some rookie move. Um, JFM years ago is hard to tell Wonder Boy. Yeah, I agree with this. It's true. It's, it's takedown defense. You look at the numbers, it's not bad, but you got to look at it with, you know, grain of salt because a lot of those takedown defended were earlier in his career. His Burns and Luke fighting each other against Bawal and Burns, Brady and Luke. That'd be fine. Marcel keeps doing matchmaking ideas. I'm Marcel Cohen, thief. Uh, Burns and <laughs> Cam's at. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that one, JFM. I'm not sure because Burns was supposed to fight him. And Burns keeps saying, I want that smoke. I, I truly believe that Burns wants that fight. I do believe it. Maybe it's Ali that doesn't want him to fight him. Maybe Ali's like, yo, let's one, we'll have you fight someone else. You know, I don't know. I like Wonder Boy versus Muslim Prairie winner D Rod. Yeah, I like that too. You know what? I actually really like that GF because those guys deserve a shot in the top 15. And Wonder Boy is one of the few guys that is willing to give unranked guys fights, I think. So it'd be a good fight. But honestly, after leading two straight fights, he's going to have to. It'd be a bad call by him in his camp to fight, you know, uh, unranked guy, Marcel. Mm-hmm. He's got to win his next fight. All right, let's go to the next fight. Fight of the night, apparently. Dana White gives up 50000 each. Um, so it was a pretty good fight. I, I will say I thought Angela Hill won the second and third round. I thought she should have won 29-28. It was a close fight. Comes down to the third round. 327, uh, Lemos is just a completely ridiculous scorecard. So ridiculous. <laughs> and I say this to someone obviously who likes Lemos, who was like, oh, God, throw in your parlay. She's going to win. Honestly, this, this is one of those times where the bad decisions, you know, went the other way because honestly if you had angela hill you should have won your bet i think i think she was the value here for sure give me your thoughts on the fight marcel honestly it was an okay fight like but again is it there, really fight the night i don't think that, so that was only one fight of the night for me and that was andre yule against charles jordan that, that fight was, was crazy yeah I'm it was you. awesome you know yeah, yeah. and uh i don't know why this was fight of the night uh first round clear round for lamos she uh she staggered hill in that round uh she looked pretty good Second round didn't look good at all anymore. And the third round was pretty even, I think. Uh, I still think Hill did a little bit more. So I had Hill 29-28. Thing is, was super close. I don't see it as a robbery. I think could have gone either way. But yeah, it's obviously very harsh for Hill to lose in four split decisions. You know, it's actually crazy. Um, kind of reminds me of Jesse Ronson in the UFC's first stint where he lost three split decisions in a row. And now Hill has like four, not in a row, four split decisions, but four split decisions and all lo- losing those. That's kind of hard. Um, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, Angela Hill uh, probably shut me up. I said, why, why she has to be on the main card again? But she didn't look less than Amanda Lemos, where I was very high on. I think, if anything, Amanda Lemos lost some stock even when she won here because I don't think she looked like a world beater at all. Um, but, yeah, she got the win, so she will look up in the in, in the rankings. I don't know. I think Hill still gets another ranked girl in her next fight because I, I feel like I, I saw her with, with a picture with Dana White. I feel like Dana White also was like she did, didn't lose that fight. So she yeah. probably gets another chance. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, Hill's always in close fights, man. And I know. <laughs> I mean, it sucks for her that she lost again. But, uh, I mean, it, it was a close fight. And, uh I don't think it was fight of the night, but hey, who am I? Right? I don't think so. Either, but I'm going to show you one thing because I, I have a theory as to why it was fight of the night. I'll give you in a second here. Um, <laughs> Dan- Daniel saying it would be minus 500. To get one <laughs> that would have to take place in super heavyweight. Uh, do these heavy matches make sense? Tabura Rosa Strike, Dawkins, Tudesa, Vidal, Romanov. Sure. 
They're all good fights. No, why not? Who's more, lost more splits in the UFC, Hill or Masvidal? I think Hill at this point, actually. Um, I'd have to double I check. Think, I think it's I think Hill, Masvidal. Right? Let's count I it off. Let's just do it. Let's, let's count it up. And there's obviously someone else, too. I think, like, Clay Green has lost a few, I think. Hmm. Hill, three, four. Four for Hill. Four for Angel Hill. Right. So let's check Masvidal. I think you might be right about five, though. But there's also fighters that, like, like Glacian T-Belt's had a lot of splits, too. Let me take a look here. You're saying lost split, right? So lost, Masvidal, yeah. one, two, three, four. Four each. Also four. Felder is also four, I think. Paul Felder. Let me take a look at him. I'll take a look at Guida. Is another guy I know that has... We're just looking at split losses, right? Felder is four. Yeah, that's a good one. How about Guida? Because he has like 35. Maybe he has more split losses. I know he's got a few. Um, he's also got a lot of really nasty submission losses. Okay, one, two... Three, four. Ah, oh. <laughs> if you uh, guys can find someone with more than four, let me know because I can't I, I, find. I still love Paul Felder's face and that uh, <laughs> Dos Anjos fight where he got the one scorecard. He was like, "Huh?" All right, <laughs> here's, I... okay, here's my theory. Here's my theory, and I, this is just the theory. But this is why I think this got fight of the night. And this is why I think that some of the other fight of the nights recently have been getting fight of the night, and I don't think they're necessarily deserved. But I'm going to show you something. Okay, so this is this the NBA schedule. Remember, not every event had a fight yeah. tonight. A lot of them had um, performance in the night, so four awards, right? So, but if you look at the list, right? Look, here's fight of the night. They listed here, right? They, look at look at the list, Marcel. What do you notice about the names, right? What do you notice? Like, what's the common theme here with these names? What do you notice? What's the common theme? What's the common theme with all these names? I'm showing you all these names. These are the first six months of the year for the fight of the nights. What's the common theme? All men. Yeah, they're all guys. That's the number of mm. things. They're all guys, literally. All the men have won fight of the night until. You guys can see it. It's very obvious uh, here. Uh, uh, Ji Young Kim against Molly McCann, which was a great fight. This was in September. So up to that point, there was no women that won fight in it this year. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say they weren't deserving because there's probably some really good fights that deserved it, but other fights obviously beat them out. But we started September, so we got McCann Kim. So all of a sudden, there's no women that won fight in it. And then since September, one, two, um, three, Four. So you had none all year, and then the last like three months you had four of them. I feel like it was the UFC, you know, giving the women some some love too. You know, that's honestly what I feel. I think they're trying to even it up a bit, but you know, for me, it's just they just need to give up more bonuses. I don't think it should matter if you're a woman or a man to get a bonus. You know, Marcel. Oh, one hundred percent sure. Just the best. Listen, if you only do fight of the night and two performances, the best fight should win the fight of the night, and not because they are women or yeah. they are are they heavyweights or they whatever. You know, you should. The best fight should win fight of the night. Doesn't matter what gender you are, you know. Anyways, I'm not saying that's the reason, but you guys saw it. Like the first nine months or whatever was, or eight months, I should say, it's all men that won fight of the night. And then since September on, we've had four female winners. And I think like Duran Rodriguez obviously deserved that. It was an amazing fight. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, but like Velisus Martin, Marcel, like to me, you know, that wasn't anything special. Um, I thought McCann and Kim was a great fight that deserved it. So you mm-hmm. know what I mean, Marcel? It's just like, but when they gave it to a fight like this one. Um, Hill and Lemos, I just I just can't agree with it when you had 10 finishes on this card. You had 10 finishes, but somehow these got, women were deserving because they had an okay fight. I don't get it. I don't agree with it. Don't agree with it at all. There's other fighters that deserve more money like this guy. Ricky Simone should have got $50,000 for knocking out yeah. Rafael I mean, I know Cody obviously did a Garbrandt, but other than that, no one's knocked him out really like that. Um, and and also Eric Coke like ten years ago. That's it. I mean to knock him out like that, I was blown away. I mean Ricky was obviously going to win the fight versus the wrestling, but the fact he knocked him out myself doesn't that like? Didn't you think he get a bonus? I thought he was. Yeah, for sure, man. And he he looked really good in that fight. And knocking out Asensio, 
you know, we know Cody did it, but still, it's a great win, you know, and definitely for Ricky. I don't see really see Ricky as a knockout puncher or whatever. He's more of a wrestler um, who has submissions. Good win, man, and much needed, in my opinion. You know, this was another chance for Ricky to prove he should be in the top 15. Yeah. And he proved it on Saturday. You know, he will be in the top 15. So good on him. And uh, there are many, many opportunities for him in that top 15. So, yeah. Yeah, guy look great. And he's young too, man. He's only 29. So he's in the prime of his career. Overall record, UFC 7-2. and two. Guy's a good fighter. Um, Matthias Gamrod, another guy I think could have won a bonus. I mean, this was a brutal finish. Brutal. Like a knee to the – I didn't know what happened. I thought he injured himself at first. Then you saw it was clearly a knee to the body. Gamrod, you know, he had won three bonuses his first three fights. I think he should have made him four for four. I think they should they, – they robbed this guy 50000 for that knee. That, to me, is way more deserving of than, than losing a close fight that Angela Hill did. Um, not to say, Again, I thought she won, but I'm just saying, like, to me, getting a finish like that – that's 50,000 worthy, in my opinion. I think Gamrod, I re, you guys already do. I like the guy. I, re, I love the guy. And the guy's so well rounded. It's insane how well rounded he is, Marcel. Like, he's good everywhere. Um, I I think this guy could be a champ in like two years' time, maybe. He's 31 right now. So he's got to, you know, he's right in his prime. But, you know, next year, he's not, he's not going to fight for the belt next year, obviously. But I think in two years, Marcel, you could see this guy in the top five. What do you think? I agree, man. He is good. And uh, but gotta say, man, Diego Ferreira gave him a good fight, you know. Yeah. Um wasn't an easy fight at all for Gamrod. Um yeah, he's gonna be in the rankings as well, you know. Uh I think Diego Ferreira said after the fight that he was uh almost pulling out of the fight because he had like a, 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 a broken rib or a or a fractured rib or whatever he said. I don't know exactly. Yeah. But uh, I mean, good place knee by Gamrot. And super weird, you know. Uh, Gamrot was going for that real naked choke. And the ref was, hey, it's over already. And he's like, what? Over? <laughs> what happened, you know? So, um, yeah, good. When he called out Chandler, I think, after the fight, I'd love to see it. Probably not going to get it. But, uh, hey. You get fight. You know, it's crazy with Diego, right? He had won six straight fights. Now, this was a bad year for him. Went 0 and 3. He did. But the crazy thing is, though, he went 0 and 3, but he won two fight of the night awards. So mm -hmm. he's actually won three awards in his last four fights. Um, I, I don't think they cut him, but with three straight losses, I don't think he gets a ranked opponent. He's going to probably have to fight like a prospect. I would have to guess. Maybe they uh, they rebooked the Grand Dawson fight. You know, that would be a good fight. You know, and Grant obviously lost, or he didn't lose. He lost the draw against Ricky Glenn, but. Mm -hmm. You know, he could have a lot of people thought he lost, so I think it'd be a good fight. Let's go to the comments again, guys. Um, yeah, yeah, we know now. We, we the crazy thing is, we both figured it out just using our brains and not with Cole Sager. I didn't even see a call, I turned it off after the fight was over, so I didn't see it, but somehow we figured it out here, which is pretty impressive. I gotta say, why was Brett and Jared moved because I think they thought 270 was more stacked and they had to put a co main event at 271. Plus, it's insurance in case, um, you know, Israel or Robert gets hurt, so. Um, yeah, cool. We got that. Uh, they should, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this for years, Daniel. Like, promotions like ACA give out, I think, 10,000 a finish, or they used to. Was it 10,000 or 5,000 five, 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 5, for every finish and 50 or 100,000 for the best finish of the night? Of the night? So, I mean, the, to me, that's something that you know, I think would actually make the sport more exciting because, like, if you have a bonus for for if you're like if you're like hey we're gonna give you an extra 10k if you get the finish which you're already planning on doing i think you'd be more likely to go for it personally but mm -hmm. they just don't want to do that for some reason gamrod becomes the first bullet to crack the light heavyweight rankings uh light light lightweight not light heavyweight obviously it's young just how good is grom grom's great but he's got a fight he hasn't fought since what their first fight right yeah. hey ryan he says uh had diego had a rib injury yeah that makes sense then with the with the the knee right 
Again, our major holes is wrestling. He, you know, he's, I think he's working on an ATT. That's the best gym he could be at, and I think he's at the right gym. But you're right, he's still got some holes in his game because, like, the, you know, he showed some in, in the fight with Kutatalante. Do you think it makes uh, Darius Knotts look good that uh, Gregor and Gamar finished the French side too? No. I think Darius did what he had to do. I don't think he was even going for the finish in that fight, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just kind of rolling around and stuff. But then the way, lo- the way he looked against Tony, I mean, it, it kind of made me forget about that fight, if anything. And there is a difference when you fight somebody who was on a winning streak than somebody who... Yeah, by the way, I forgot about this. Yeah, I completely forgot. Thanks for mentioning that. Right, he did miss weight for that fight. Sorry, Marcel, I just wanted to mention that. Because yeah. uh, he... he um, What's his name? Gregor got 100,000. My apologies, guys. So it's been a rough year for him. No doubt about it. What are you going to say, though, Marcel? I say it's also more difficult than when you, uh, when he fought Darius. Diego Ferreira was on a winning streak, right? Yeah. And uh, he, uh, Darius broke that. And then you fight, most fighters fight different when you're on a winning streak than you're on a losing streak, you know? Because when you have a loss and uh, you have to defend your ranking, you may be going to fight a little bit more safe than you do when you have to attack the ranking. I, I don't know. That's how I think. You know, I maybe some like fighters too. don't think that way, but there are four, probably fighters who think that way. And definitely now with Diego Ferreira losing two fights in a row, have to fight Gamrot. He knows he actually has to win this one to keep in the rankings, you know? He's lost so, three in a row. Three yeah, a row. and that's now three in a row. So you fight yeah. different, I think. That's what I think. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Closing out the main card here. You know, I thought Elkins had a chance, man. I was completely wrong. This was a, an amazing performance that Cubs wants to. Like, I think this is the best he's ever looked. He looked amazing. He looked amazing. Quick, <laughs> not. I, I was blown. I was like, wow. This is, you know, he, he did knock a Pineda last year. Before that, had been like five years since he knocked someone out. Like, mm-hmm. now he's knocking everyone out. Guy looked amazing, Mark. Give me your thoughts on this one. I was honestly wrong with this one. I thought Elkins could tough him out. I was wrong, man. <laughs> I tweeted Vintage Cup, you know. Um, I was like, listen, you say, you know what I said last time? I said, I probably Alkin's going to win, but they give it to Cup because of the damage it will be on Alkin's. But nothing of that, man. I mean, Cup looked amazing. He really looked good. And uh, maybe he had with the support of his wife and his three kids' cage side, maybe that put on a light and an extra, you know. And he looked great. He looked like he actually looked like a world beater in that fight. You know, he really looked, looked good. And yeah. yeah, and I haven't seen Alcus put away like that easy. Uh, it's as like Chad Mendez, really. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like Chad knocked him out. Yeah, because like you know, I know Lamas beat him, but it was third round. Like no one's knocked him out like that since yeah. Mendez did when he when he smashed him. Blown away. Amazing. I mean, I, this gets him a top fifteen opponent, I think. Right. And yeah, and I'm happy the UFC gave him fifty k for that performance he because it. he deserved that. He, he deserved it. And. Cub's such a great guy, man. He really is. Yeah. Like he's one of the OGs, and I've been watching this guy fight for over a decade. I love the guy. He's just such a, such a great fighter, and you know, just really happy for the dude. He's such a great like representation of the sport, in my opinion. Yes. Um, I'm looking at the rankings right now, Marcel. Like, there's some really good fights for him. You know, the top 50. I think, you know, there's some guys out here. Like, I know he's fought some of them before, but even like you know, Burgos again would be fun, or Caceres. Barboza. I mean, there's a lot of fights, Marcel, honestly. Um, I know he did call out Uriah Faber. I don't think that fight's ha- that fight's going to happen, but he did call him out for the King of Cali title. It would be cool. So, guy looked great. Let's go to the prelims, Marcel. Dustin Stolzfus looks like he was about to pull off a huge upset, and then Jeremy yeah. started, does it again, chokes him out in the third <clears> round <throat> once again. So, in the UFC, he has one, two, three, three third-round submissions. And in his whole career, um, you could add... Oh, only only other one other one, which is crazy. So in the UFC, he's got three finishes in the third round by by submission. Unbelievable! It's crazy. Give me your thoughts. 
Yeah, man. I thought at the certain moment Stoltzfus was taking over, and uh, the first round was scanned. I think I still scored it for Mershard. I think I think I went. Yeah, so did I. By the way, two judges had it for Mershard, so he did win okay. the first round. That's what I thought, but it's close. I went with the second with Stoltzfus, obviously, and the third round Stoltzfus was winning as well. So you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel really bad for Stoltzfus, man. Zero and three in the UFC right now, um, and he was looking pretty well, you know, against a uh, not. How do you say that? A guy who was just not in the top fifteen, but uh, just under the top fifteen, he looked pretty decent against him, you know, and being zero and three. Probably gonna get cut. I hope he gets another fight, but probably gonna get cut. And um, from Rashad, yeah, another good win on this record with a renegade choke finish in the third round. So for him, it's it's been a great year. You know, he had the great upside over Mahmoud Muradov earlier this year, and uh, a great he has bounced back great after the Chimayev loss. You know, so yeah, I agree. So the guy is Gerald. Uh, obviously in charge of the division. Now. Three straight wins by submission. For Stoltzfus, you know, I think he should get one more fight. Honestly, I thought he looked good in this fight and until the finish. I, you know, the guys fought tough competition. Mearshart, Vieira, and Dawkins. That's tough. Give him one mm. more fight. Give him someone like, you know, like Jamie Pickett versus Starpoli. Something shitty like that. You know, someone like like those low bottom guys in the division. Like, there's got to be some a fight like that, that they can make, right? So sometimes I feel like they gave certain guys very difficult fights, and other guys they gave. Yeah, like Kyle like, Burrell is fighting. Um, what's his name? Uh, Pickett. He wins that fight yeah. easily, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know what you're saying. Like, okay, I'm looking. At, how about um, you know, look at the regular like a, a guy like Cody Brundage. I think he could beat him. Michael Gilmore. Like, you know, he could beat him. I think too. Um, jo- uh, Jordan Wright. Jordan Wright is a guy. That'd be actually that fight makes a lot of sense. I think, or even. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that's actually I like that fight. That one is that's a fun fight because Jordan does have a little bit of wrestling too, but he's got a really bad chin. Also, this guy Roman Kopilov is another guy who hasn't won. Alan Amadovsky, Hugh Yao Zong, if they want to keep him in the roster, there's a lot of guys that are like 0 and 2, 0 and 3 in this division. So I think they're gonna get more fight, guys. I think they'll give him one more, but I mean, it wasn't uh, the, the way he wanted to the fight to end. I, I hope they give him one more. Gerald and uh, Bruno uh, Blundato, that'd be a good fight. GM3 versus mm-hmm. Edmund, hey Owen, that'd be a good fight too. Marcel, some guys get weeds. Yeah, Dustin's had really hard matchups. I agree with you guys. Very, very tough. This was a short notice fight, to be fair to both guys, but uh, not an easy fight. All right. So, Justin Taffa, first UFC heavyweight to ever miss weight, 267. I mean, that is honestly pretty sad. I know he said he wasn't feeling good and he had like uh, travel issues, but God be able to make 266. I mean, Marcel, if me or you didn't make 266, I'd be pissed at each other, right? So, like, I just think this guy's going to make the weight. But either way, I mean, basically, he cost himself 50000 because I think he would have won a bonus for the head kick. It was nasty. He looked great, but he missed weight. Give me your thoughts quickly. Man, the dude kicked Hansucker on his defense, and he still went down. You know, that's how hard he yeah. kicked. <laughs> that's how he was hard like, he, he was kicked. and still got yeah, through. Yeah, he still got through. Um yeah, good win for Tafa, you know, and this is a g- fight he should have won, you know, in my it's opinion. It's a gimme because, fight by the UFC. This he, is, yeah, uh, and he missed weight, so he needed this win badly, uh, and he he got it, and he should win against Harry Hansucker, let's be really honest. Um, well, Alex didn't think so. Alex thought uh, Hansucker would win. I mean, that's okay, man. We, I, I, I've been wrong many times. Oh, me so, too. <laughs> you know, me that's too. okay. Yeah. Um, still... It's a good win for Tafa as a fight. He should have won. He won. So, um, yeah, let's see what's next, you know. But it's like this were, there were on, on this card, two of the three heavyweight fights were like really low-level <laughs> ranking heavyweight fights. So, um, yeah, it was. I, I was happy it was over in the first round. Let, let me put it that way. Melissa Gatto defeats Jar Eubanks third-round body kick. I mean, this was brutal. This was such a nasty – great fight, too. This one – this uh, – 
this was a great fight. I thought, you know, Eubanks, yeah. and I, t- I said last week, I'm like, man, this is a, this is the hardest fight for me to call. Cause mm-hmm. Eubanks, the 125 weight cut, she missed weight. As soon as she missed weight, I was like, fuck it. It's been a tough cut. So I still kept her as my pick, but I really thought about switching her. So I really did kind of, I kind of wish it didn't matter. It's the last event of the year. It's like, it would have cost me first place in the pool. Right. But I thought about it because, you know, Zara obviously struggled to make this weight class. I don't even know if they'll give her another chance. This is not the first time she's missed weight in this division. Um, but I thought Gato looked phenomenal. I think Gato is the real deal, Marcel. I think she is someone that, you know, I don't know if she'll win the belt, but to me, she is absolutely someone that's going to be a competitor for many years to come. 25 years old, already two known UFC. She has three straight wins in her career over Carol Rosa, who is a great prospect in Brazil. And then since coming to UFC, Victoria Leonardo and Stura Eubanks by stoppage. This girl's really good. Give me your thoughts, man. Yeah, man. First place in the pool, pretty difficult after. With it. <laughs> I, I mean, with uh, with uh, Brian Michael Phelps, Hamminger. Uh... <laughs> guy had a crazy year. The guy was getting every pick right. It was crazy. Yeah. You know? Amazing, by the way. You know, the crazy thing uh, is, I actually went to Brian like maybe two months ago, and I was like, dude, you got to tell me what the trick is because you're getting like 13 and 0 on these cards, and I'm, you know, going 6 and 6 or whatever. Like, uh, t- tell me the trick. And he's, he gave me some tips, but it wasn't like anything crazy. It was just more. It really, there wasn't anything really to it. it was, I just realized that what, I'll tell you what Brian told me, guys. This is what and Brian came in first place in the pool at odds maker this year. You know what he told me? The number one trick was he didn't look at the odds before he picked the fights. I don't feel like I'm in that position. I, I can't be in that spot because I have to do the opening odds. I, I'm always constantly seeing them. Brian's position, if he doesn't have to see the odds, if he can ignore them and just make his picks, good for him. If it helped him get the uh, more picks right, I feel like it helps me get more picks right, but if it if he felt like it helped him, you know, get more right by not seeing the odds first, maybe there is something to it, man. Who knows? You know, Marcel, I just wanted to throw it out there. That's what he told me. Maybe he's lying to you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He, he wouldn't be lying. I'm joking. Toffa so might be the, the five three higher most hyped about. Yeah, he should be six and two. That's good odds, though, Alex. Honestly, like it's not bad odds, man. Time for you makes get cut. Five and five, two eight misses, not very likable. Only slightly out he can save it. I yeah, I don't get it, man. There was that whole domestic violence thing a few months ago too, or whatever, and no one's even talking about that anymore. The, but that was really weird, man. That was like her. That was a really what, weird. What, was she beating up her girlfriend, or her girlfriend was beating up her? Alleg- still... Allegedly, but we we don't know, so we can't. Yeah. Say it. But again, it was weird how that came out. That video was really bizarre. Um, yeah, it'd be a fun fight too. I the rematch. It'd be a fun fight. Yeah, Taffy versus Charges. I think that's the fight to make too. Um. Charles Jordan, I mean, right now, like he's one of my favorite. He's probably my favorite Canadian in the roster. Is there someone else who works on it? I can't think of someone from my country. Guy is just an absolute savage. Um, the third round was amazing. The way he's th- that one combo he landed, and then he screamed. He's like, ah, like that was fucking amazing. And at the end of the fight, you know what's hilarious? He's beating the shit up, and he does this nasty teeth kick through the body with with one second left, right at the end, right. Mm-hmm. And Nita, my fiance, she's like, oh, that was so mean. Why did he have to kick him in the stomach? I'm like, dude, there's a second left on the clock, though. She's like, yeah, but it's basically over. I'm like, there's a second left. <laughs> so for me, it was fine. I loved it. I liked seeing it. He was a savage, mm-hmm. man. Dude, this guy's amazing. And here's the thing. He's a free agent. I hope he re-signs the UFC. But if I'm him, I'm looking at PFL, man. I'm looking at PFL, you know? I think that'd be a great spot for him. I honestly think he could do well in that tournament, Marcel. Give me your thoughts, man. If I was the UFC, I re- I would give him a new contract, you know. But uh, yeah, why not? I mean, um, he looked good. It was a great fight. Like I said, was for me was fight of the night. Um, 
yeah, you will. It hasn't been do, been really well for him at 135, you know, after uh, going down. Um, yeah, good win for Jourdain. What can you say? I mean, this is finally a win again for him. He really needed this one, in my opinion. And uh, a good win, a solid win. And uh, oh, he, he looked like a fan favorite over there, you know. And uh, yeah. I think fans really appreciated the performance. And if he goes through with this, He'll he's get more fans, and he will be he will be on on main cards if he fights like this, man. He's super exciting, man. I mean, he's just a fun guy to watch. Uh, Jordan, three three and one now record UFC. You know, and I will say this: uh, Andre Ewell, uh, I think this is the right weight class for him. He looked way more like durable. You know, Marcel like his chin looked mm -hmm. better. So he's also zero three. Um, sorry, like he's zero three fight win streak or losing streak. I think they they could give him one more at one forty five. You know, he's. I he's, hope so. Yeah, I think he deserves it. You know, I think he he put in the work for this fight clearly. Look better than he has lately at this weight class. So I think they do it. Um, so the answer's question quickly, guys. Um, podcast tomorrow, yeah, 5 p.m. Um, PM Eastern, and we'll be fighting out with some stuff and news. Tony Laramie, yeah, I like I like Tony, man. Jordan Swanson would be a fun fun fight. So Jordan said that Cub Swanson was staring him down, and he's he's like they're looking back and forth, and then someone asked Cub saying like, "Hey, Jordan said you were staring him down. He wants to fight you, right?" And Cub's like that's awesome. He's like, I really like this guy. He's like, Cubs, like I, I'm a fan of that guy. And he's like, I, he told me he was a fan of me. He's like, it's nothing personal, man. It's just our job. I would love to fight the guy. That's what he said. So mm. that fight makes a lot of sense. Oh, and they both seem to want to fight each other. It'd be great <laughs> they both fight. want it. Why doing difficult? You know, Fucking beautiful fight. If it happens yeah. to be a beautiful fight. All right. Um, well, it was a beautiful finish, but the whole weight miss here by Macy Chase on super disappointing. You know, there's one thing to miss at 135 on short notice, which I'd understand, but missing featherweight too is pathetic. 148.5. That's straight up cheating, guys. She didn't even try to make that 146. She was just trying to not gas herself out and, and you know, keep a cut that wasn't going to kill her um, and ends up losing anyways. I, I'm disappointed. I think Macy's a good fighter, but to me, I was beyond disappointed, especially because, you know, two months ago, I was supposed to fight Aston Ladd. Aston Ladd missed fight by one pound, and she's like, I'm not fighting you anymore. But, you know, she expected Pennington to fight her by missing by two and a half pounds. Give your thoughts on the weight miss, man. How do you miss weight up a weight class? Come on, give your thoughts. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's just uh, that that fight was weird from the start, in my opinion. You know, um, Pennington, that what she had to do, I don't think Pennington, I, I had Macy first round, I think. After that, uh, Pennington kind of took over and she finished her. It was the first person ever to finish Macy Chason yeah. at 145, which is it's an impressive thing for Pennington to do. I expected Pennington to be much more boring. So, um, me too. Yeah. The fight was, was actually good pretty one. good. It was a pretty good yeah. fight. Like, I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to be against the fence the whole time, Marcel. And this was like mostly That's in, the, in the center of the cage. And they were throwing some nice combinations. It was a good fight, you know. But I'm just saying, like, I'm disappointed she missed weight, man. You know, as a fan of Macy, I, I don't dislike her. I, I think she's a good fighter. I just don't like when, you know, you're up a weight class in this weight, Marcel. Like, it's just like, to me, it's, isn't it excusable? Like, in a way, like, I don't know what to say. I, I know you're. I know you're. You know you're close with that team, and you probably don't want to say anything like. No, no. I'm, I'm just being honest. You know, I mean, it's it should be at one thirty-five, and then it goes to one forty-five, and you still miss weight at forty-five. I mean, doesn't look good at all. You know, yeah. but um, she's not yeah. gonna get cut. Obviously, she's no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that, but to me, it's like it, it just seemed like blatantly missing weight on purpose at, at that point. You know, Marcel, like she can't make one forty-six. She's like, I'll just. Anyways, um, Dontel Mays looked really good against Josh Parisian pretty much controlled him from top to bottom uh, sorry from start to finish Marcel well, um, from the top position go ahead but why did he try to deep throw then okay so there was this is a weird <laughs> fight so 
First of all, I just want to say six takedowns is impressive. Eleven and a half minutes top control impressive. The finish impressive. Humping the guy's head that was really weird. I've never seen a move like that before, and I'm like, like, is this a ten eight round now? <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, you know what? The guy big brother. That's a definition of big brothering someone, man. I mean, wow. <laughs> I just, can't get that, that flip from my dude. Over. He teabagged the guy, man. <laughs> Give me your thoughts on the fight. I thought I thought Mays looked great, honestly. Yeah, he did. He looked good, you know, a good finish as well. Uh, but I can't get that picture out of my head, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> here, it's all I think about now. Weird. By the way, like, wouldn't it suck having this guy on top of you, though? Like, I couldn't, like, if you so hard it, to get off. I, I don't think you would suck. No, Adam, I don't think. Oh. <laughs> I just think that this guy is just so heavy. I mean, if he can wrestle guys in this division, he's going to win a lot of fights. Because up to this point, Marcel, he's been mostly a striker, right? So if he can if he can get on top of guys, he's pretty good. But yeah, that whole yeah, was just really interesting. I was just saying, yeah. let's go to the last fight of the night. Mr. Jordan Levitt gets the win over a Matt Sales inverted triangle choke. No bonus. Third time in UFC history, no bonus. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they should have given out more, bonus, more bonuses on this card, guys. Ten finishes, only two guys got bonuses. I thought Levitt looked pretty good in this fight. You know, Matt Sales, I know you picked him. And actually, first round, he looked decent, to be honest. Yeah. But but after that, the I think the layoff hurt him, Marcel. The, he cast out in the wrestling, obviously. So I thought Levitt looked good. Th- um, mm-hmm. Two and one now in the UFC for Jordan Levitt. Give me your thoughts on this guy. Yeah, he looked good indeed. Uh, first round, yeah, Sales still looked great. Oh, great. He did, did look decent. and uh, But Levitt took over and uh, a great win, a great uh, inverted triangle. Yeah, I mean... What can you say? A good bounce back after his loss against Claudio Puelas last time out and for for sales. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with sales, man. I mean, a long layoff before that, a twister loss to uh, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah. I, I don't know. know if they're going to give him another one. No, but, I uh, think he has. I adopted. He's, he's yeah. one in three and he probably signed a four fight deal, if I had to guess. So he's probably going to mm-hmm. be cut. You know, and the one thing, because honestly, I was having such a hard time, as I told you guys last week, the, the one thing that for me was just that critical piece of information is when he said, he got up to 250 pounds during his title off. This is a guy who weighs at 145 normally. And the fact mm-hmm. that when he came back, it was at 155 and not 145, Marcel, the guy had some major conditioning issues, obviously, and, and it showed in the fight. So mm-hmm. to me, that's what it came down to, the conditioning. All right, um, get the last comments here, guys, and then we'll get out of here. All right, well, I'll talk about Paul and, 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 and uh, Woody first. Aston Macy at 145. Sure. Actually, that fight makes sense. Two girls that can't make 135. They should just make those girls go to 145 now, you know? Lord knows they make that maybe They probably would. Hype in me. Hey, man. Hope everything's good. Yeah, he did teabag. It was, that, was, <laughs> that was absolutely ridiculous. Preacher wrote on Instagram. He said defeat for the fight. I wonder what he means. What the fuck? I hate hearing guys say that. Like, I was mentally defeated going into the fight. I knew Gosprey wasn't that great. I honestly knew it. Like, because I, I thought he looked so good at contender series. I'm going to tell you why. What, what happened with Josh Preezy to me. I was so high in him after he knocked out Greg Rabella, right? I was like, why did they not sign him? Why did they not sign this guy? Then I went and watched that fight with Brett Martin where he got submitted, and I saw how bad his ground game is, and I'm like, oh, that's why they didn't sign. This guy has no ground game at all, Marcel. So mm-hmm. he's a grinder. I'm looking at his comment. Hey, guys, I'm writing a long message, um, but for the people who care about this person, 100% okay. I was mentally broke before I got in there and accepted defeat. I lost before the fight. What the fuck? That's really weird. I mean, maybe he had some issue with his family or something. That's sad. I'm a, I like Josh. He's not a bad fighter, but... He's not a UFC caliber fighter. I think at this point we, we can say that, Marcel. Because I think he should be 0-3. I don't think he beat Roki either. So 
that was also that was also um uh, that should have been a point deduction honestly glenn like i know it wasn't like hard but that's that's a headbutt you're not supposed to do that in MMA. I think uh, Jose Quinone has got two point deductions by headbutting Alejandro Perez at the ultimate tough at the, in America. To the body family. or to the, to the yeah, head? Yeah, to the to body. body. I'm surprised that Herb didn't take a point. He's just like, hey, don't do that again. Like, But that's a rule, Herb. Like, you can't headbutt to the body or the head. But he'll almost go. Yeah. Owen, oh, I don't know if you missed what I showed earlier with the, uh, the fight of the nights. It was like all men for the first eight months. And then since then, it's been a lot of women have won it, which they deserve some, sometimes. Definitely less the chance to be able to for them. Yeah, th that's true, Glenn. Glenn, 100%. If you're like in the first couple of fights, you're very lucky if you get a bonus. I, I kind of with, I'm with Owen. Owen, we, 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 we agree. We, we both agree. Who's the TV fight in February? I don't know. So I got told by somebody that he was going to fight Espino. And then I asked Espino, and Espino was like, dude, are you crazy? We're training together. I was like, okay, somebody told me, and he, <laughs> and he showed me, a, uh, yeah, and he showed me a picture like uh, this with uh, with Latifi. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm not fighting him. Okay. Oh, wanted you to post that and look like an idiot. That's exactly what happened. They wanted you yeah. to patty, patty, patty pimblet yourself again, Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so listen, I know Marcel doesn't want to talk about this story, but we have to, guys. So Jake Paul and, and Tyrell Woodley, let's talk oh, about it. It's a first. beautiful time to. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. Let's talk about it for five minutes. Yeah, for so sure. When no get out here. Um, we got five minutes left, guys. We got out here a little early. The fight was one of the honestly it was one of the worst fights I've ever seen up until the point of the knockout. It was so bad. I was like, man, this fight is just terrible. These guys are doing nothing. What is this? It's so bad to watch. And then out of nowhere, Jake lands an absolute haymaker. Um, cracked with the right behind the ear marks on that spot right here where JDS knocked out Kane. You get hit in that spot, guys. It's it just knocks your equilibrium out of whack and you 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 have a hard time recovering. We've seen it happen to so many guys in the MMA over the years. You get hit in the back of the head. Um, or the back of the ear, um, which is legal. And that was it. Um, you know, Marcel, I think that that punch was absolutely brutal. I think it would have knocked out a lot of people, honestly. I know I, I know a lot of people I mean don't like Jake Paul. I do. I, I don't care what other people think. I don't I don't care what other people think about this guy. I think he's a, a pretty good fighter. I mean, we don't know for sure how good he is yet. But I think he's doing good things for the sport, man. I really do think there's uh, – there's a lot to his message about fighter pay. You know, I think he is doing a lot to help these guys out, to raise awareness about the issue and to call Dana away on the shitty pay. Um, and, you know, Woodley made some good money this year. You know, Ben Asker made some good money from this guy, better than they made in their MMA careers, which is really sad to say. Um, and I think the guy's only, what, 24, 25 years old? You know, for me, there's a lot to like about Jake Paul, man. And I think that he could surprise people against, you know, bigger names. Like, I, I don't know if he would beat Nate Diaz, but... It'd be, good. It'd be a fun fight. I would watch that fight, you know, Marcel? So for me, like, uh, that's just me, man. Like, I, the guy's really grown on me. Two years ago, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I had no fucking idea who this guy was. I didn't know who Logan Paul was. I had no idea, Marcel, who these guys were. And I did this, like, I was working at BJ Penn. I started two and a half years ago. I'm not there anymore. And then Chris is like, he write about these guys. And I'm like, who are these guys? Like, I don't know anything about these guys, Marcel. I don't watch the Disney Channel. Like, I didn't know who they were, right? The last two years have been a lot of me writing about these guys. The last year has been a lot of writing about Jake Paul. The guy's really grown on me, man. The guy's got a good message about fighter pay. And the guy's pretty fucking exciting. I mean, his fights are pretty exciting. Now, obviously, this fight wasn't great until the knockout, but Marcel, I mean, that was one of the best knockouts of the year in any sport. It was absolutely unreal. I mean, you can, I know you're not a fan of boxing necessarily or Jake Paul, but pretty damn good knockout. Any thoughts on this, Marcel? Any thoughts on the fight, man? I know you saw the knockout. Yeah, I saw the knockout because you can't miss it on Twitter feed, right? So, um, yeah, I saw it. looked like a good knockout to me. Uh, 
what else you want me to say, man? I mean, uh, I, I'm not, I'm actually not even watching, and there's no disrespect to boxing, but I'm just not really of a boxing guy, you know. I, I like, the, I like, I like the old Tyson fights, the old Muhammad Ali fights, but I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm not even watching like Anthony Joshua, the Klitschko, the, that kind of guys, you know. So for me, it's like to watch Jake Paul fight Tyron Woodley in boxing. It really doesn't do anything for me. But if you enjoy it, and if other people enjoy it, so be it, man. No, it's not that. It's not like I was, I was enjoying the fight because I wasn't. The fight sucked, but the knockout yeah. was amazing. The only reason I, I think if it was if he was just fighting random guys, I wouldn't watch the fights. But since mm. he did fight Askren and Woodley, and I've watched these guys fight for over ten years. I wanted to watch what happened, you know. Anyways, it was a bad fight, but the knockout was amazing. And that that clip will sell him so many, so make him so much money, sell so many pay per views for the next fight. Look at these comments. Do you guys know who Billy Q's fighting? He did say he's fighting someone. Do you know who it is? Yeah, but it's it's uh, um, I don't know if I can say it. It's 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 a grappling match. So is it ranked or unranked? Can you say that? It's a grappling match. <laughs> it's Bryce Mitchell. Then there you go. That's the fight. I missed him before seeing Elkins like that made me sick to my stomach. Couldn't avoid anything. It was punchy bag. Dude, it was it was really bad, Tristan. It reminded me of the Chad Mendes fight. It was like he couldn't move. He couldn't move at all side to side or anything. It was really weird. Like he was like a statue. And Cobb was looking amazing. Any idea if Kevin Lee or Rice saw as possible? Uh, maybe? I don't, Bro, sure. don't do that to Kevin Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to give Kevin some reasonable matchups there. Um, we'll preview. Hey, what's up, Hype? No, we're going to do that on... January 10th, I think, or whatever that is, January 9th, something like that. So, like I was saying, so today, tomorrow, sorry, we're going to do fight announcements and stuff. So, all the fights that were booked the last week, we'll talk about that. And then next week, uh, I was thinking like a year end recap. So, we'll talk like, you know, or so like fight of the night, knock of the night, all that kind of stuff. Kind so. of uh, kind of like MMA uh, OB Daily Podcast Awards. USA yeah, we'll do that. We'll do the MMA. Do- and we'll probably do like two days of it because we have, we have time to kill. So. Uh. We'll do that. Let me get these. Uh, if I appreciate like you, me too. He does trigger a lot of people though. It's crazy, right? Triggers Dana good. Oh shit! I forgot about this. Yeah, this is terrible. So I'm not sure what if that's true, Glenn. But Jordan Young did die. We don't know the cause of death. I've heard other things. I don't know if necessarily it was you know intentional. Um, it's extremely sad. The guy was not even 30 years old. Um, the guy was coming off the biggest win of his career. Age 27, dead. Um, coming off the biggest win in his career, plus 500 underdog against Omar Yakimetov. It's really sad, man. And, and like I, I, I tweeted this yesterday. So he follows me. I didn't realize he followed me until now after he's dead, which is, it actually hurts my feelings because I didn't notice that he followed me, I guess, a long time ago probably. It is what it is. Um, he follows me. Jordan Parsons, another guy, he's a Bellator. He died in a mm-hmm. car accident. Or someone, I think, hit him when he was on the side of the road or something. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. He follows me. And... Josh Salmon, who did die of a drug overdose, he follows me. They were all under three years old, and they were both all in MMA, and they were both all guys that I watched fight, and in some cases interviewed. It's crazy, man. You know, I have people that are literally deceased following me still, which makes me really, it kind of makes me shake a little bit, Marcel. It's kind of weird, right? And it actually makes me wonder, Marcel, how many other people that, you know, I have 10,000 followers, how many of those people are dead now? You know, I just wonder sometimes, like people I've talked to years ago that don't talk to anymore. You ever wonder about that? Like people you never see anymore? I with Sergio da Silva, guy uh, who passed away. Yeah, I think, he, yeah, over a year ago. Yeah, yeah, another fighter there. Yeah, you see us guys, so it's crazy. Um, also, um, the there was a, there's another MMA fighter over here in the Netherlands. He's Span, Spanish Moroccan. He died as well on Saturday or Sunday, 35 years old in his sleep. What I've heard. That's terrible. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, he, he was uh, a big 
uh, he, he was like a, a BGJ guy who's fighting into MMA, and he was bi big in uh, in training guys over here and girls in the Netherlands. You know, he fought himself as well. He fought in the most recent LFL card. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's just sad, you know. It's just sad. It's terrible. I wish we had the cause of death for, uh, for Jordan Young. It's just nothing's really coming out I'm, I'm yeah you know it's also so you know sometimes you want to know but it's also so stupid to ask around about no this is news man this is news and yeah but it feels i, I, do I don't feel, feel... The death is something i'm an i'm a journalist that's the first thing you ask how did they die I, yeah the but question. i don't feel comfortable to ask to uh, maybe to uh to a manager i don't mind to ask you know but to 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 his teammates or whatever it's tough it I, I understand it's like... tough to get confirmation right now you know you just Hope that we do, you know, get the cause because I just think people stop asking questions because, you know, I'm mm -hmm. seeing what uh, was it Glenn or sorry, it's Tristan. He's saying that's what he heard, but Tristan, I heard something else. You know what I mean? So that's like, what I heard as well. So I... you heard what Tristan heard? That's what you heard? Yeah, but I don't know. I if heard it's something true. completely different than you guys. So and it was different than what Glenn said too. So I mean, you know, I'm not going to say what I heard either. I just want to know yeah. for sure. My fighting song, uh, Pedro Muniz and Sean, that'd be a good fight. And, and Pedro's like proven he's like, you know, like gatekeeper. Yeah, it's tough with Jordan Young, man. He just had the biggest win of his career. It's crazy. Being two and off would be a great fight at 165. I'd fucking love that fight. Anyways, um, I think that's going to be it for today's podcast, Marcel. Let's get out of here. Plug your stuff, man. Go ahead. Big Marcel 24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.NL, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. JFM, sad news puts things in perspective. Reminds fighters are human beings at the end of the day. And we're not here for, for, for long. You know, the years go by really fast, man. Like, time goes by fast, you know. One day you're going to realize, like, you know, it's almost over. It's crazy, right? And unfortunately for Jordan Young, that was it. So really sad, you know, rest in peace for him. And, you know, when I when I tweeted about it, people started talking about other people that died, like Ryan Jimmo, Canadian guy who died a few years ago. He got killed. Uh, some road rage accident was terrible. I wouldn't say accident. The guy did it on purpose. Um, or even Kimbo Slice, he also died when, uh, in the last couple of years as well. I think he died maybe six or seven years ago. It's really sad, man, when this happens. You know, people that are important in sport. Anyways, you guys can follow me on Twitter at mmadamartin.com. Um, That's where the podcast is. It's on, it's on our uh, website. It's on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Me and Marcel do the podcast Monday and Tuesday at six, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time until 6 p.m. Eastern, so we enjoy doing that. I'm also available at uh, mymmanews.com. I do some news writing there. And then my new job, bookies.com. That's my full-time job now. So I'm there all week and it's busy. It's good though. It's great. I love my new job. I really do. Um, but I love doing the podcast too. So tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, back with Marcel. We'll, uh, we'll break down. Well, I won't be breaking down anything actually. We'll just be doing fight announcements and, and news. Talk to you later, guys. Peace.